0: We know when we're going right now I'm, yeah us. it's night. gonna be fun hey
1: everyone dave and jeff it is august twenty third twenty twenty three hey twenty three twenty three there you go how about that and then uh tomorrow's Kobe Bryant day 824 it's pretty funny it's my brother's birthday tomorrow there, there you go how about that? Do you see this week, by the way, if you're born in L.A., everybody gets a Laker care package, a Kobe package.
0: How does that work?
1: The They take care of it. UCLA Medical Center, whatever. They take care of uh, everything. So they give you like a Kobe Bryant B E and a jersey. And every baby that's born in L.A. this week, UCLA oh. Medical Center takes care of everything.
0: Oh, okay. I, I thought you meant everybody in L.A. this no, week. No, 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 no. I was like, to, that's a you, lot of you got to be a
1: baby, and you got to be born. Hey, uh, first off, want to talk about how great the weather is. And look, because the weather's great, you know, Alan Taylor standing by, waiting by the phone, because everyone's thinking about how great would it be to jump in a pool in perfect weather like we've had this summer right now. Taylor May Pools, again, ask about available financing, 619-449-4452.
0: Dave, I hate to call out our friends, but our friend Erica. Yeah. I love her to death because she's cute as a button, and she's so nice. But she sent me a text today. I hate to even read it. And she said, hey, quick question. Live out here in El Cajon, and something that's really popular in El Cajon is above-ground pools. Can Alan do that? I said, what the hell is this? What's wrong with you? What is wrong
1: with you? No, he doesn't do above-ground pools. Don't live in New Jersey or El Cajon. Alan works with big-time people.
0: Right. You need one of those, shuffle your little chicken ass down to Walmart, get a slip and slide in your above-ground pool. No, we're talking real quality, amazing works of art. You can see them online at net. The phone number is 619-449-4452. But you know what? Because we love that little twerp. And she's about to get into a really bad year being a Chargers fan. Erica tonight, you're our celebrity pool. <laughs> How
1: deep's that water gonna be? <laughs> Two feet. Two feet. Erica on her way home guarantees he pulls over on the side of the road and runs to the sprinklers with the other kids in the neighborhood. Nobody even notices.
0: No. That's kind of a fun little pool. Some of you only have that little backyard. So it's the Erica's celebrity pool. How fun. I love that. so excited. Uh, our friends at TaylorMade Pool, they specialize in new construction and complete remodels using the highest quality materials and workmanship. So if you want the Erica Celebrity Pool, I'm going to say let's do it for how many people she probably annoyed today. <laughs> That's going to be 12. 12 Celebrity Pools, online, TaylorMadePools.net. Well, if she went to the game today a lot more than 12. I don't know. Start She's the whole usually, Padre I've never seen anybody take more pictures at work. That looks. I'm here. Mm. <laughs> what? She's like her poor coworkers. They're like just hanging out, having yeah. coffee. Hey, you watched the game last night? Hey guys, I'm here. Uh 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 uh. <laughs> Shit. Shit. All right, I'll catch up later.
1: There you go. Kyle Flugers, you need to talk to when it comes to, obviously, your computer needs. Like Kyle has branched out, has a brand-new company called Mithril Media, and his business website is mithrilmedia.io. Right now, Kyle will like to offer you, the listener, a 10% discount. Office services for new customers. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you his phone number. Easy to remember, 619 500 6621
0: All right. So many different things they can do for you. We have told you, if you mention the Dave and Jeff show, you're going to get 10% off that initial service, media and marketing content and creative management and maintenance. And it all starts with design and development. It's Kyle Pfluger, mithrilmedia.io. He's done it for us. He's done it for Julie Brownman. He's done it for Cali Barbecue and so many more. Check out our website, Davidjeffshow.com. You can see the great job he's done for us. Trust me, that was not me and Dave getting out the Phillips screwdriver and building a website. That was all Kyle Pfluger and he can do the same for you.
1: All right, normally we do not do the show in front of an audience, and right now you aren't in front of an audience, but right now one person can see me because I have my camera on. Long story, but uploading a Nicole show right now, Oh, okay. And I can't up, finish uploading it until the other person's part is uploaded. Oh, I got you. Okay. So, so the guest today, I could give you 100 guesses. You wouldn't guess. I, Potsy. Anson Williams? Anson Williams is right here. No way. No way. <laughs> On my screen. So I'm like, I'm looking at Potsy. But I literally as just looking. he's probably wondering why the hell do you have a napkin over your computer screen? Because it feels weird. That's pretty cool. Was he a good guy? He was a re- really, really good guy. I bet he'd be great. Yeah, really good guy. But that's... Uh, kind of funny man happy days you know me i told him the thumbs up deal was part of my deal but he was uh way cool him and donnie most best friends
0: ralph mouth dude that is the weirdest thing that you just said that because every now and then i don't really watch anything i'm not watching anything on netflix i'm not really watching any Uh, i gotta get into winning time i haven't started that so fucking good i got two and three of hard knocks i gotta watch so a couple of those i'm behind on but every now and then at the end of the night, and I don't know what I click, but I'll go to uh, YouTube. Yeah. There'll be a little different five, 10-minute videos, right? Might be a yeah. quick interview, different stuff that's really good. And the one that popped up the other day was Richie was about to get beat up. He was always going to get beat up, and then the Fonz pops in. Yeah. And at this one, it was kind of towards the end of the run of Happy Days, and Richie was working at a newspaper. And some guy running the printing press was going to kick Richie's ass. And then Anson Williams and Donnie Mose come running in, and they're in chicken suits because they were <laughs> going to be the mascots. And it's so funny because those guys, again, man, I don't know. It just flashes you back yeah. to when you were whatever age, 7 to 11, and those dudes are on TV. Man, they were great every week. All right, so a couple things he, he
1: said because remember when we worked with Costa? What did we always yeah. say when we got mad? You want the Malachi Crunch?
0: Yes, I love it, dude. I,
1: I told him. I said we used it all the time. It was always yeah. a, a joke. That always like we hey, still that, do. That, Mike
0: and I still threaten guys that, with the Malachi Crunch all the time. He thought it was funny,
1: and then we ask about uh, Pinky Tuscadero, and he goes, "That dude. batshit crazy girl, the one who shot up her neighborhood.
0: you better, <laughs> you better calm down, Amson. She's eighty
1: now. But, Is she? Yeah, she went to jail. But yeah, they had to kick her off the show because she, she called her a loony bird, and she was." Then they yeah. brought in her friend, yeah, leather, yeah, her baby sister, yeah, yeah. That was it. By I the way. Care.
0: Pinky was okay. Yeah, I knew it would be
1: right up your alley to go. You know, a little Happy Days for for us at least. That was he was a director after that, right? Did. For a long time, two and zero Melrose Place, all that stuff. But yeah, oh, it's good kind, for him, man. Kind of interesting. Here's here's something I'll throw at you. If anyone's a Happy Days fan, the person that's supposed to play the Fonz was Mickey Dolenz. Really? Yeah, that's who uh, Gary Marshall wanted as the Fonz, and then uh he was supposed to be a goofball and uh henry winkler comes in and played it as a tough guy and they go all right we're gonna go that route yeah lords of flatbush yeah how about that
0: him and uh stallone
1: yeah kind of crazy oh that's cool that's very nice guy 73 years old now wow yeah just got married again yeah, hey that? good that's, for him how about that so there you go a bunch of things going on today uh the Padres, they take two out of three, okay, mm-hmm. from the Marlins. But there was a big story. I know you were you were away. I don't know much you paid attention. But the Padres took a major hit today, you know?
0: <laughs> this got to be any fucking dumber? <laughs> like, honest to God, is there anybody in that organization that isn't just a complete dumb fuck? I get up this morning, I got to read the paper how Blake Snell got his feelings hurt about Solaire. You know how you don't get your feelings hurt, Blake? Make a better pitch. That's it. Who gives a fuck? You got more fucking smart asses on that team. From Tatis, Machado, uh, Juan Soto, he's in there. Dude, watch your own team. I when agree. they occasionally hit a home run, they're dancing and grab ass, and it's fine. Make it's, a better pitch. It's the today's idea that, baseball. That's the it God, is. God, shut the fuck up, Blake. I didn't like it. Eh, what a fucking little bitch. Jesus Christ. So embarrassing. There's so many elements of this team. That just fucking embarrassed me to my core. And and there's days when you go, you know what? I wouldn't take the days. I wouldn't take 85 back. But at least he didn't feel like a complete fucking clown watching this team. And then this dumb fuck Suarez, hey, asshole, have you paid attention to the game? Yeah. Because every time a guy walks off, guess what happens? You get fucking checked. God, if I'm Melvin, I'm just like, what in the fuck? And then I love everybody on that team. So confused. <laughs> what the hell? Is that? Well, how'd that happen?
1: Well, you know, what was funny was when they went out to check him after warmups, uh, Niebla was the one that's out there. And Bob was nowhere to be seen. We know Bob was out taking a piss or something. You know what yeah. I mean? Bob wasn't anywhere around because he wasn't in the dugout. Yeah. So Niebla had to go in and deal with it. There's nothing you can really say except you're, you're guilty. We saw Max Scherzer get busted earlier this year. Right. It happens. And so what the way he cheated, Jeff, and I, we listened on the radio or maybe don't hear right it at after all. that. He did it on his left hand, his glove hand, on the top of his hand. So figuring they're going to check his pitching hand, he hit it the sticky stuff on top of his Fuck. his, his uh, glove hand. Great. And they bust him before he even threw a pitch. Now, normally you go, okay, it happens. Everybody does it. Certain guys get caught. The Padres can't be, in my opinion, can't be a team that gets caught cheating again because Tatis fucking embarrassed this organization a year ago. Now you got more guys who are cheaters.
0: Dude, it's not even that. It's the fact that it's 10 games right now. 10 games right
1: now. Fuck, man. 34 to go, and you're going to lose your eighth inning guy.
0: Outstanding. (laughs) Just fucking outstanding. And then everything you hear on the radio... Anything you read, you read Krazz's article yesterday. Hey, let's just fucking write it out again. Let's just roll it out again. I thought Ben was great today. I didn't hear what he said. I thought Ben Higgins made a great point today. We talked about this team. You can't fucking win one-run games. Yep. And Ben's point was, uh, so what's the feeling? That, hey, all we need are one or two to go our way. You're going to try that shit next year? Exactly, and bring everybody back and and you're just gonna i thought he was spot on
1: 162 games is enough to say you don't roll the same
0: team back dude and I, i love pete Seidler, but you know what i read hank's tweet the other day boy we got the best owner not necessarily i agree we have an owner that will commit money which is great the problem is pete's getting in the way and he can't see it and the and here's why you're okay to call out peter Seidler. Because, yes, he has committed the money, and that's wonderful. Everything we see, he's an amazing guy that has made great contributions. Fantastic. great. agree. That's not the point. But as a businessman, you have to be able to look and say, something's wrong in what we're doing. So where do we change it? Do we change with Bob? Do we change with AJ? Now, the point that Kras made in the column that was in the paper yesterday is his feeling is that Peter looks at the buzz and the fact that it's sold out and that we're good. Well, you're sold out based on a lot of tickets that were sold in January and February. Right. And people are coming out. But I think it's incredibly rude and arrogant to insult the intelligence of your ticket buyers to think that they don't deserve some kind of commitment from you to try to make it better. Now, if that commitment is that you're going to go out and open up the checkbook and go crazy and try to sign Otani, holy shit. Okay. But going out and signing free agents, whether it's Xander Bogarts or anybody else, and the trades recently made have not panned out. Yeah. And... I don't know, man. And they're
1: long-term deals. I mean, let's be honest. It's not like these are short-term mistakes. But Peter's making those deals, too. Yeah, I got it. And the reason is he said he wanted continuity, just like the Dodgers used to have when they had the infield of Garvey, say, Lopes, Russell. He wanted basically a team that was going to stay together for a long time and they are going to grow together. There was a thing they showed today. I don't know how many people noticed if they watched it on television. Lugo's in the dugout. He's talking to Diablo. Okay. And he's talking around the fifth inning, and, and he's talking about, obviously, how they're going to approach hitters or how he's feeling, whatever it was. But it was one of the times you could see in the dugout, and he realized the separation. I've said it for a long time. The starting pitchers yeah. get along great. It's everyone else that you kind of wonder. Everyone's so off, like it wasn't a team. Weird. and it, oh, Very weird. And so you, you sit there and you listen. I listened to Randy Jones today. was on with Coach, and he talked about and Xander. Who's taking him?
0: Yeah, nobody's doing that.
1: Who's who's taking them? Who's taking these guys? So no one's taking, look, I know everyone loves Manny. No one's taking Manny either. You're no. going to have to eat these contracts if we talk about trading guys. You don't want to trade Tatis. No. Soto's a guy that, you know, obviously, he, if he stays or goes, whatever, you don't kind of control that. But that would take a little bit of money off the books. Salah, so I don't think, is concerned about money. And in the fans, I don't think you're concerned about money. You're concerned about wins. Right. And as a fan, all you should care about is wins. Unfortunately, they aren't winning. And, and the team is, is five and a half out of the wild card right now with 34 to go. And they basically have to go 24 and 10 math-wise to say this is a playoff team, a team that can sneak in a little bit. But right now, it's almost 162 games, and this team hasn't proven they can win. So why would you roll out the same damn team next year and think things are going to be different?
0: I, I Look, man, it, it, if you own a restaurant, okay, and the health department comes out and goes, hey, you're not doing a good enough job, and we're putting a B in the window, you're immediately doing anything you can to get that B back exactly to an right. A. If the Padres were a restaurant, they're a fucking C. <laughs> and Peter's attitude is, well, hey, we might be a C, but have you, tried the, have you tried the peach gobbler? No, we'll go to Cali Comfort for that. Well, they do it pretty well, too, but ours is good. No, it's not. It tastes like shit. Huh? Have you tried the bacon dog? Hey, Pete, it's a fucking C in the window. Your goddamn chef's got dirty nails and dirty, greasy hair and can't put together a sentence without saying, you know, 40 times. Is that a problem? He's a high school dipshit. <laughs> they literally are doing nothing. And, and, Look, Artie Moreno, there is a great article in The Athletic about Artie Moreno and the challenges that he's had as the owner of the Angels. If you're a Padre fan, you should read that because the parallels between Artie and Seidler are counting up very, very quickly. Like I said, I'm thankful he's here, but it doesn't mean that he's perfect because he's clearly not. He needs to get the fuck out of the way. Like Krabs wrote today or yesterday, John Moores won four National League West championships as an owner. And the way he did that was he hired a president of baseball operations named Larry Lucchino, who'd won a World Series and had had great success, had a Super Bowl ring, right, with the Redskins, won a Final Four with Princeton, and had been around... And knew how to check his GM, Kevin Towers. Yes. And held him to a very, very high standard. Yep. You had to match it. Yep. But Kevin matched it, Boach matched it, and they won. And this team doesn't win, but you know what? We have, hey, we got really cute jerseys. Oh, outstanding.
1: It's frustrating because you can't imagine Sadler became as, a, as successful as he is being the kind of owner he was with those businesses that he is with the Padres. At some yeah. point, he put the hammer down. Yeah. The guys didn't get the job done, going back to what you're saying. He moved them out. Right. Every team in baseball is hoping Preller doesn't go anywhere. Every t- Everyone knows yeah. this is the guy. I mean, it, it's been a long time. Look at the White Sox. Didn't matter. They made a major guys, change. Yeah, but,
0: yeah, those guys are complete fuckheads. I got it. But Rick Con and Ken Williams. Still, you made the call. We just said the other day, what the fuck are you trading Jake Berger for? Yep. And but they but again they
1: made the call. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to sit there and fire those guys, especially in August, right? You want to right. wait to the season and run out, but no, fuck this, I've had enough.
0: I appreciate Jerry Reinsdorf listening to the show. That's <laughs>
1: that, that's it. And then the White Sox, you know, go ahead and hit their fan base. Hey, we might move to Nashville. You know, they aren't moving. They're to Nashville, not going anywhere. But they they they, they threw a jab. They they, yeah. they you know that's the deal. They put a little scare tactic in there. So w- with Sidler, you're right. He's spending the money, which the fans love. But, man, it, it's not the right guys. He doesn't have the right guys working for him. And you can go all the way down for a long time before you can say, look, why don't you clean house with the whole, with everybody? And there are a lot of guys you and I really like a lot. Yeah. Okay? But right now it's not it's not working. I mean, it's obviously not working. This has been a, a, a huge, huge disappointment. The rest of baseball
0: who all picked them to win, they're embarrassed. I will say this. I give full credit to Agler, to Gwynn. To Sam Levitt, because those three guys consistently, if you listen to the game on the radio, Jesse, Tony, and Sam do something that you don't hear a lot on a home broadcast, and that is they continue to drive home the point, if a team wins today and they win a game, that's fine. Xander gets a home run. Those three guys have said repeatedly, there is nothing to talk about until this team gets back to 500. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. But I, but yeah, it it's easy when we're here. Or, I mean, I don't even know what seven sixty is doing other than John and Jim. But, uh,
1: I think you tip your hat to the Padres, meaning that they give them the the rope to do it. Yeah, I mean, you and I have worked like, for flagship stations, right? Where you saw what happened Kevin ship.
0: Brown, yeah. from the Orioles. You, <laughs> yeah, fuck you and I worked for the Chargers. Complete fucking jokes. <laughs> Complete fucking idiots. <laughs> I mean, I I had a fucking mouth breather Charger fan tell me tonight the Raiders signed Jimmy G. I go, okay. The fuck your team do this offseason to be better? Nothing. They didn't do jack shit. And my problem is the Chargers of this year could be the Padres of next year. Well, I just, hey, let's just go back. Manny's back, right? We're going to hear at the end of the year, and I, I like Manny. I got it. But we're going to hear at the end of the year, Ah, oh, you know, Manny had rib cartilage issues and plantar fasciitis. His legs hurt. I got it. Legs hurt in his elbow. And, boy, you know what? Hey, I don't know if it would be different. Yeah, but, boy, losing Joe as long as we did. And Waka. Xander. Yeah.
1: Waka. Lost Waka. for a month. Lost Lugo.
0: We're thrilled that we re signed Gary Sanchez to an eight year, $72 million deal. That's great. <laughs> we'll bring him back. Drew Pomeranz, we've extended four years, 44000000 million. We've extended Preller. And we couldn't be more excited that we've named Mark Martinez the new manager of this team. What the fuck happened here? We're bringing back former Padre great Jody Reed as the new man. What? <laughs> and Coach Cantero be the. I'll tell you what, guys will get their pants dirty. Shut it. This team shit. You win one fucking game, and I got to shuffle your tired act off to Milwaukee. Home of your friend, Poxy Weber. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking dipshit Suarez. Jesus
1: Christ. Not good. Not good. And so, again, the, these keep going. It's funny you brought up the Snell situation. Because you're like, Dude, is this your first day in the Big Licks? Uh, it's what it is. Yeah. What do you mean you were shook? It yeah. Sh- shook you up. What the hell are you talking about?
0: Dude, this guy, I don't know. I don't know why he rubs me the wrong way. I know you hate him.
2: you always have.
0: Not a fan. Yeah. Two, I Two back-to-back sports pages. First one is him talking about his bobblehead collection. And I couldn't wait to add the on Kim bobblehead. You Yeah, all right. That's all right. I do love, I will say this about Blake Snell. When he jumps in with Mud Norcillo, it's funny as shit. Dude, every time he jumps on, they score runs. Dude, why, he is,
1: Every time he's not pitching, why, how do you not go to him every single game? He's dude, like, good luck.
0: Dude, he is funny as shit on that. I will absolutely give him credit. But, I mean, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you're fucking worried about Solaire? He at 34. Watch Tatis. Do you see Tatis the other day? Yeah. Nobody, when he hit the home run? No yeah, nobody celebrated like he did. Right. Absolutely. Kim
1: was pretty mellow. The fuck was that? I don't know. I think a bat just came <laughs> in <laughs> here. Dude, if I get hit by an owl, let me know.
0: Dude, that might have been an owl.
1: I think it was an owl. It's loud as shit. It was trying to be on
0: my head. <laughs> Trust me, if that owl. Can you imagine a get- kapotzi watching me get attacked by an owl? Dude, or a big hawk? <laughs> saying, pulls you by the short collar. Oh <laughs> dead. Oh, Poxy, did you see that shit? <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I just there's so much of this shit that you just you can't you just watch it over and over again. So okay, so you you
1: always talk about money all the time, about spending smart money. They're gonna have to overspend for pitchers. Whether, yeah. whether it's Snell, whether it's Hulu, Urias, wh- whoever the hell you're going to have to chase. To, Waka. To I think up. they let Waka go. Yeah, they could. They could. The contract's kind of crazy. But when you sit there and you look at who's available, the, the list isn't great. No, you know? I got it. But you're going to have to overspend because the market's going to be insane, right? For people that want pitching, it, people are going to have to overspend for guys that maybe aren't you know, the value of a regular season. But this offseason is extremely
0: thin on pitching. Well, and the weird thing is, too, look, the Solace move... Is really strange, right? To yeah. To punch him up to double A. But then Kraz wrote the other day, one of the things you may want to do is think about Jackson Merrill. Jackson Merrill, where are you going to put him? Where the fuck are you going to put him?
1: And that's not the Padres way. That's just not what they do. The Padres right. don't do that he's a trade piece. Jackson I mean, Merrill is going to be a trade piece. I mean. Unless you say goodbye to Kim and you say, hey, we're going to trade Kim. This fan base would fuck the fuck out. Okay. So again, if you trade Soto, you aren't going to fix the issues you lost. But yeah. what would you do with Soto? I mean, would you would you get rid of Soto now, or would you say we're going to write it out next year? And if the team is in the playoffs, on the way to to making the playoffs, yeah. you keep them all the way to the end. Have to, right? Yeah, have to. You, to me, you're insane to trade him during the offseason. Right. have to. I, I'm with you 100. percent There are a lot of people saying you trade them right. You got to trade right. Uh, talk to Scott Boris and see if he's going to sign a deal. If not, you trade him right now. I disagree with that. You yeah. said, and you say, if we're, we have a chance to win the division or make the playoffs next year, right? At the end of July, we're keeping this guy. Have to, yeah. Fuck, you, you kept every, you kept Snell, you kept Hader, you kept those guys.
0: It is funny that the other night we said here we're like Hassan Kim's the MVP. Then I literally heard it on every show. Not saying, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying anybody's cherry picking. I'm just saying it's funny yep. that all of us in town had the same thought at the same time which again uh, it's probably I'll I'll just say that I feel bad for those guys cuz we're all on the same wavelength but how can everybody not be a fan of Hassan Kim this is Even great. if you aren't a
1: Padre fan how can you not because he plays yeah. the game hard every single minute of the game Yeah and he he's everything that you think if you were ever good enough to make it that's how you'd play
0: Well and and the one thing that they don't talk you're about is fucking that,
1: racist which a bunch of those are out there otherwise yeah. He, he has to be, how can he not be like your favorite guy? Or tell your kid, that's who you're watching. Why
0: do guys in the numbers too? And this is why Petco Park is average. How, why is it that we continue to ignore stolen bases? Yeah. Stolen bases are not mentioned. Sam Levitt never mentions the stolen bases. Guy does a great job, never mentions it. Dude, 27 stolen bases changes the game. It changes the approach at the plate, changes the approach on the mound, on Kim is a game difference. There's a major difference when the runner's on first or the runner's on second, exactly right. and he's changed it 27 times. Exactly right. Why don't they put it on the fucking board? They don't put it on the board. It's You're putting all this, you know, fucking F-W-A-R. Nobody knows Nobody what knows the fuck what it make. is. Put the bags up there and let people know it's a fun stat, and when you come in, you go, is he going to take off? Because Kim... And Fernando changed the game. And now when he's at second base, a single becomes a run. And for a team that can't score for shit, yep. I don't understand why they ignore that.
1: They do. It t- takes you out of the double play. A single becomes a run. You're absolutely right. It takes at least a double, and hopefully you can score from first base on a double. It depends. I mean, it's. Yeah, I'm with you on this. And when I watch not just the pods, but other teams as well, yeah, I want to know. I want to know, what, and why aren't more guys running like, Mookie Betts yesterday went against Noah Syndergaard, a former Dodger, who, who can't okay. hold anybody on. Dude, he stole two bases right away. Right. You know, he changes the game. It it did. It equaled three runs for the Dodgers right away. Yeah. And, and so, you know, you're right. do your part. I don't understand. And for the fans, they love it. Kids yeah. love it. We loved Ricky Anderson and Vince Coleman and all those guys in still bases. Tony stole fifty
0: one year. Yep. People forget that. Alan Wiggins. Yep. The game's completely different when he's on second than when he's on first. Yep. Give the number. I can't do everybody's fucking job, Dave. I'm so sick of it.
1: We got a couple people that complained about what you said the other day when you went to the game with Jack.
0: Okay. What did they like?
1: You talked about people's kids can't behave. Oh, dude, they're ridiculous. They said it's your fault because you sat in the wrong area. People go out. I can sit
0: wherever the fuck I want.
1: Well, don't go to center field in the grass section.
0: the kids out in center field were great. This was in section 310. It was in
1: a seat and they yes. couldn't behave.
0: Yeah. No, it wasn't out in center field. Center field was okay. great.
1: I think they, they thought that it was well, Gallagher Square. No. And that's my no, fault. No, I said no. he was in Gallagher Square. No, no, no. It was up in 310 where people were just You should have their- done the text. You know that text that's always yeah, on the get board? get these little shits yeah. out of here. <laughs> you
0: should have done the text.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're looking for some big guy with tattoos and little kids. Get them the fuck Dude, out I'll here.
0: tell you this. This is the greatest <laughs> thing that happened. This is why I really, really should get some kind of endorsement as a dad. Because I started telling my kids when they were about six or seven, man, we'd be anywhere. Target. Yeah. Some kids screaming and crying. I got to look at this little fucking dickhead. Right? <laughs> uh, I go, I'll tell you what. You didn't do a lot right, but you were never that little asshole. Or that little bitch. <laughs> I go, I go, Kate had one day when he was like three. Yeah. His mom didn't make a big scene. He was just out. Yeah. That was it. Going to the car. Gone. And he loved going to Target. One time when he was three, message established. So I would consistently, when they were seven and eight, we'd see other kids. So whether they were in a cart or we were walking, I'd be like, hey, come here. Let's go over here. You see that little fucking asshole right there? <laughs> With the little fucking, he's got those ugly fucking Spongebob pajamas on. Yeah. runny nose. I go, that's a kid. If I was in third grade, I'd beat the fuck out of that kid. I hate that kid. Jesus. But I'll tell you one thing. You were never that kid. That's why I love being your dad. Because you're a fucking champion. You just were cool. You always hung out. You were never that fucking dickhead. So now my kids are like 15. And now we're in Target. And guess what's happened? They're calling kids out? Yeah, it's just like the cats in the cradle. <laughs> but it's the positive version. Yeah. Hey, dad, look at that little fucking, dickhead. Look at little fucking dickhead. If I was back in third grade, I'd kick the shit out of that kid. <laughs> I go, well, I don't think you've ever been in a fight in your life, but I appreciate <laughs> you saying it. And then they tell me, I hate that kid. I go, I hate that kid too. Kid sucks. What now they're both. Well, they both got their permits, right? Uh, one, yay. One's got to wait a couple of days. Uh, did he not take it? He's got a couple okay. of days. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but he'll be fine. Um, That's I think funny. he went. I think he went in looking fastball. They threw the curve, uh. but he'll be all right. He, uh, he's like, yeah, shit, overplayed by hand. He's got to wait like four days. He's so, uh, so they start driving
1: then. Yeah, but they'll be shit. fine.
0: They're you, A students. Ain't, they're on a roll. You gonna let
1: them drive your car? Fuck no.
0: They're going to drive Rita's car. They're going to be fine. No, fuck no. <laughs> fuck no. Um, but I love it. I love the fact that they go, and I tell them all the time, you know, it's great. You guys were never spanked, right? Yeah. I hear all these guys all the time tell these stories. Yeah, you know, when I was a kid, my dad took the belt to me. My mom took the paddle it taught me who I was. It was. Taught me who I was. And, <laughs> really? It's a pretty even fight when your mom's 40 jacked up on Johnny Walker Red and she just starts kicking the fuck out of you with the broom handle. Yeah, good for her. She's really tough. Tell her to bring it over here. <laughs> <laughs> and I say to them all the time, I go, I go, your mom never spanked you? Yeah. I don't know. What am I going to do if she comes over? Take the broom? Like, what am I I don't even know. I was like, why did I just tell her to come over here? <laughs> tell her to come on over here. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do when she gets I'm not going to hit her.
1: Imagine if you get your ass kicked by some neighbor with a wooden spoon, being a grown man, <laughs> I
0: probably would. I was just like, I just started thinking, I go, Why did I tell her to come over here? Hey, what's up? Maybe she's hot. <laughs> Let me take that spoon. You, you've had a long day. Let me knock that little fucker around. But, um, no, they never got spanked anything. Yeah. But I love the fact they go, Oh, well, yeah, that kid sucks. <laughs> and my son, the other night, we're at the game, yeah, Jesus. These parents could do anything with these I idiots. I could see Jack Texan. That would have been funny if Jack yeah, Texan ever. I should have to the told, told them. He would've, that would have been great. <laughs> they get your little fucking asses back up to your seat. <laughs> oh, they were so obnoxious. But no, they weren't. Yeah. The families out in Gallagher Square were awesome. Okay, I had a great time out there.
1: That, so there you go. People are saying, and I said, they go, where was he? And I go, he was out in Gallagher Square. No, that's no, where no. This was
0: up in the stands when people are trying to watch the game. And these brat kids are running down, screaming, screeching, trying to get people to do the wave for like two and a half innings. Yeah, to be able to just bring an egg and just chuck it. Dude, I'm with you. I'm done with the wave. I hate it. Yeah, dude, why are you doing the wave? Yeah, I
1: don't know. I don't know. I'm one of those people, man. All of a sudden, I hate it. What bugs did the game? game. Not not a fan of the wave. I tell you what, I'm not a fan of what the Padres do and not talking about what I told you. They don't show replays when the other team does something or the Padres mess up. Honestly, I wish the ushers would hold the fans back until there was um, basically no action going on, either between innings or a pitching change. But when you're letting fans just constantly walk up and down the aisle when Manny's up or Tatis is up, it's frustrating. You're
0: going, I can't fucking see. Pirate wrote a great thing today. She goes, what's with people at Petco Park that won't stand up anymore when people are going through the aisle? I I always stand
1: I know. Well, you're tall. I'm tall, man. You, yeah. you, I don't want someone banging into my knees or tripping oh, on I, my feet. Yeah, I know.
0: We should be able to just kick you right in the <laughs> ankle. Oh, you can't get up? How's that feel? How's that feel? Just go by, act like you're slipping. Yeah. Just well, knock the nachos on them. Whoa! 6 o'clock to 12 o'clock. Oh, sorry about that. Probably should have stood up. <laughs> That's the move
1: i like i'm all for that honestly god i'm all for it. why can't you
0: stand up i don't know i don't know why i make it sound like every night at petco park is so miserable i just go we just go once you walk in that place it's so much fun like there's certain (laughs) shit you think of later on but in the midst of the game you're just having a blast
1: no i had a a good time on saturday i just the whole time i'm sitting there watching the game because i'm a fan of the game and i was like dude show the replay just don't be afraid to show the replay Fuck, Cronenworth threw the ball away. I want to know if it was Cronenworth or was it Machado that didn't fucking give an effort. I want to know how it happened. But But you never show a replay when the other team does something or your team fucks up? It's
0: ridiculous. I was saying to a friend of mine who works in hockey. Yeah. Friday, they have an exhibition game. And uh, I was saying, man, there's something about going to the rink, right? You go to the rink. The Gulls are playing or the Kings or whoever, the Ducks, whoever you're watching. There's something about walking in there, right? I yeah. don't Dave, I don't get the same energy at an NBA game. I love I love NBA. Yeah. Going and watching. But when you walk in, there's not kind of that same energy. The NFL is pretty fun, but there's just something about even tonight watching the big A. People rip the big A. I don't know, man. I dig the big I A. I do too. You're going to Oakland, San Francisco. I had fun at the Coliseum, as as heartbreaking as that is. San Francisco's great. Wrigley, Toronto. I've been to a handful. Comiskey this year. Man, I've been to a lot of ballparks. And uh, there's just something about walking in and like, ah, fuck, this is great. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. So, trust me, as much as I come on make it sound like it's – a. knighted the It's tennis. also different
1: than any other sport. I mean, if you it's go to a, almost so any, fun. almost every NBA arena is exactly the same. Yeah, they are. I mean, they're, they all look the same Pretty on TV. Sterile. Pretty much the same. The Boston Garden, all that shit's gone. It's, yeah. You know, it's, it's not the same. The form. It, yeah, everything's everything kind of feels the same. Baseball yes. is just different that way. That's what we talk about the tours and saying, you know, I want to go to Toronto. I want to go to Colorado. I'm only going to Oakland because I know they aren't going to be there in a few years.
0: Yeah. I uh, I am interested to go... Next year to the Clippers building, yeah, in twenty four, yeah, to see what that's like, because he has said that uh, Steve Ballmer has said he's building it, and he kind of took a little bit of what you have at Viejas Arena, with the the one side of the arena is just going to go straight up like a wall of sound, okay, and he wanted to do it the whole building, and they're were like, we're not doing that. You got old people yeah. coming to these games. Balmer was so funny. He said something, and I'm paraphrasing, but he was like, "Yeah, <laughs> like I, again, I, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but he was clearly frustrated." Yeah, but dude, you go to Viejas Arena down there in row three. It's a walk. Yeah, you better you better time it when you're going up to get a drink or do whatever. But when Balmer was here for the Kauai yeah. retirement, he loved it, and that's going to be a pretty cool. Have you driven by that lately? Um I mean, how much
1: does that look like? Yeah, I'm. Cu- are you it's going? At- yeah, I'm curious to know how much is done. Are you yeah. going up there this weekend? No. Okay. Next time you go, take a picture. I'm kind of curious to know yeah. what, how far down they are.
0: Yeah, I I like it. I'm I'm thinking about jumping back in on King's season tickets. Are you really? Yeah. Why? What made you feel that way? Ah, they're just they're really close. Yeah, they're really close. And the other thing that I'm thinking about doing too is I'm thinking about jumping in on the goals. Oh, really? Just because they're here. Yeah. you know I I'm not a ducks fan but I can't hate the ducks and and the goals are San Diego man so uh, my son and I are gonna jump in on the MLS team depending on what that number is I wanted to jump in on the Aztecs but how many games do they play in MLS like I have I don't no have idea. Any idea no we would do like a, a mini package yeah. um but we want to jump in on San Diego State but you still have to do the friend of the university which i get but i'm not doing that shit and uh, <laughs> but we'll go out to a couple of What's games the friend of the university i don't understand you have to it's like a uh psl okay you have to pay a psl fee and we're not that into it yeah but um but with ryan ryan lindley who you and i have a great relationship with been a friend of ours for a long long time uh with him being offensive coordinator yeah. man i'm cheering for him i love we love brady hoke yeah and uh, so I'm, I'm cheering for the Aztecs, man. I hope it's a good year. But we're going up to USC games this year. I mean, the USC is...
1: Yeah, one of the top teams in the country. Got the best football player in the country on their
0: team. Dude, They and they continue to load up on quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, it, dude, Lincoln Riley kills
1: it. If you're a so. quarterback, honestly, how do you not go where Lincoln Riley is? And the
0: idea that he's recruiting guys every other year because he's got guys that come in, red shirts, Play two years, and then the guy goes, it's just the goddamn, used to be, right, running back you. Yeah. Now it's going to be QB you.
1: I saw a guy, I might have told you this story the other day. I'm not sure if I was telling you or somebody else. A buddy of mine sent me a five-star quarterback. It's like the number two quarterback in the nation and sent me his high school highlights. And the kid's 16 as a freshman. Yeah. Dude, I got 16-year-olds as a senior. Oh, I know. My sons are uh, 15, but yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck
0: is it? Dude, it's crazy, right? (laughs) You
1: know what I mean? Well, there's a girl on the wave.
0: If you go down, San Diego wave games are really fun. Okay, again, how many games do they play? It ever seems like they never play. Uh, I don't know. They play a lot. I think they played like 25, 30 games. Is that right?
1: Yeah. So home games, just cut those in half?
0: Yeah. And they, uh,
1: they have a girl on the wave right now is 15. How are you not playing more games? How tired can you fucking be?
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I can't speak to that. But um but they have a girl on the wave who's fifteen. Yeah. She's like two days older than Jack and Kate. Yeah. Uh no, she was born October thirtieth. Yeah. Yeah. The so. day their mom went in the hospital. And yeah, unfortunately we know October thirtieth, but October thirtieth, oh seven, uh, that girl was born. Yeah. yeah so we went to a game. I told Jack, You can fucking do anything. <laughs> you can do anything. Fucking kids out here in a career. Parents are probably driving a Lexus. <laughs> God damn
1: it. <laughs> Is Cade running track this fall? Uh, I think so. Good deal. Good yeah. deal. That's fun. so damn funny, Don't do something, dummy. Oh my God. That's so funny. Hey, I want to mention the guys over at Bright Bail Bond. Someone said to me the other day, they go, you know what? Haven't caught the show a lot this summer because I've been traveling, but you guys should think about getting a bail bond sponsor. I go, we got uh, one. Yeah. We, and he's like, no way. And I said, yeah, and I go, it's a perfect fit for the show. I don't know what took us so long, but yeah. bright bail bonds. Look, Fabian and Miguel, man, they, they know what they're doing. They've written more than 20,000 bonds, so you know you're in good hands. They're professional, confidential, caring, non-judgmental service. 24-7 bright bail bonds, 888-669-0295, 888-669-0295. I was
0: late getting down here tonight, and I tell you, my kryptonite is YouTube and these short little videos, you start watching, and and it could be concerts. Today, man, uh, if you're a wrestling fan, uh, we lost Terry Funk today. And really? Terry Funk, Dave, I don't know if you remember, he was the NWA champion. Did you ever see Paradise Alley? Of course I did. He played Frankie the Thumper. Puke. Yeah. yeah. Remember? He, yeah. And, dude, Terry Funk, into his 70s, was still doing stuff, and he... ECW and all these different guys. And our buddy, Dave Meltzer was really tight with Terry. So he'd always write about him and do interviews. And he was just beloved. And like the older he got, you found out, but a son of a bitch, man. When he, when I was a kid, Terry Funk was like scary. Yeah. And, uh, so I was reading that and, and watching stories about him. And then I started watching interviews with Sammy, the bull Graviano. Yeah. Sammy Graviano told this story in an interview about how he killed a guy named Johnny Keys, and Johnny Keys was another mafia hitman that had like a team of forty. And he tells this amazing story about how he had to work his way inside to get to know Johnny Keys. Okay, and the interviewer is like, "Oh, you guys were friends." He's like, "No, I wouldn't say we were friends." But I had to get to know him and get on the inside because ultimately, the third time I met him was the last time I met him. But he tells this wild story about how at the end, he's getting ready to kill him. He's getting ready to kill Johnny Keys, and Johnny Keys knows he's gonna die. And he says to Sammy the Bull, "I want two things out of you." And he goes, "Sure." Actually, he said, "I need three things out." Okay, of you. three things. That the first thing is, if you're not going to be the guy to kill me, I want it to be from a made man. I feel like I've earned that respect. Sammy the Bull says, yeah. "You got it, <laughs> you got it." Yeah, but I mean, I it's pretty That's wild, so Dave. Yeah. It's so business-like. And the second thing he said was, "I'd like to take my shoes off." Sammy Graviano, Sammy the Bull said, uh, "Why do you want to take your shoes off?" And he said, because my wife hated what I do for a living. And I told her at the end, I'm going to die with my shoes off. Just that's what's going to happen. And there was Sam and the bull added a couple other notes. But he said, ultimately what it was, he knew he was going to die. But at the end, he wanted to send a message to his wife who would find out that he died with his shoes off, that in his final moments he was thinking about her. Okay. And he goes, man, that was really cool. And then he said, then the third thing Johnny Keys said was. Jesus, a lot of fucking requests. (laughs) I
1: know. Why don't you shut the fuck up and die already?
0: Well, he said, because you're probably going to get arrested, so I want you to write down this number, (laughs) 888-669-0295. Tammy said, what number is that? And Johnny Keys said, that's Bright Bail Bonds. They're serving all Southern California 24-7. <laughs> friendly and professional bail agent when you need one. He said, give me that number again. Johnny Key said 888-669-02. <laughs> Bang! But we'll finish it 9-5. There you go. Dan Williams,
1: you want to call. You want to take care of your money situation. Make sure that your books are in order. That you understand what's going on with your money and how to make it grow. At the same time, when you look at what's going on with real estate, I'm one of these guys that gets notices all the time. I'm always curious to see what's happening with the real estate market. Dan says all the time, you got to get pre-qualified. understand the financials of home buying. Don't get outbid like so many people did in 2020. Call Dan Williams today, 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813.
0: I learned an important lesson I told you, Dave, the other day. I learned that uh, if you haven't turned in your expense report, The credit card company doesn't wait to send you your statement until you do. Yeah. I didn't know that. Jesus Christ. Got my credit card statement. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Good golly, Miss Molly. And then I'm like, oh, it's all Chicago money. I go, well, I haven't done my expense report. I'm like, well, who gives a shit? Pay up, (laughs) pony boy. So I did. But that's because I have walk around cash. It's not like it used to be where I wasted all my money on spilled liquor. <laughs> that money's in the bank. I wonder if that's one of the 10 short but helpful videos yeah, Dan has in the Calm series. How to avoid wasting your money on towel fees at the club and being able to pay your credit card. Now, you can watch them all at DaveAndJeffShow.com Then give Dan a call at 858-688-6813 or drop him a note, Daniel at SanDiegoLending.us.com. I love the mission. It's simple. More money, less worry, and greater
1: joy. There you go. Again, talking about real estate. Finally, that Brian Curry and Dan Williams working together. Make sure you call Brian Curry right now to figure out how much is your home worth and how much will will Brian help you get for it. At the same time, if you're looking to stay in San Diego, but you want to stay in the county, move somewhere else, talk to Brian about what would be a perfect fit for you. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588.
0: Dave, if you could live anywhere, where would it be? In San Diego? Sure. Um,
1: you know what? Probably up towards Carlsbad. Carlsbad's great. The reason I say that is uh, I like going to LA and wouldn't feel, feel like the drive wouldn't be so bad starting in Carlsbad. Are you fucking serious? I, I just fucking said it, so well, I'm serious.
0: Okay. When I, Why would you uh, ask
1: me a question? Well, because I'm in Carlsbad every day. And well, we don't something.
0: do the show in LA. No, I said I'm in Carlsbad okay. every day, and there's so many things to love in that city, whether it's in the village, over by me, there's great little Strawberries, restaurant. Look at flowers. Yeah. Look, play with the windmill. Yeah, guess who else? Kathleen Baden-Ryder lived there. Yeah, that's true. Okay.
1: You think she's inviting me over? Probably not.
0: Probably not.
1: But here's the deal. As a baseball fan, it's almost dead center if I go to an Angel game or a Padre game.
0: Yeah, no, I know. I lived there for five years. So I get How it. How many Angel games do you run into? I used to go to a lot. Sid <laughs> seen Rod it's Carew. Big shot. Doug DeSense. Bobby Gritch. Joe Rudy, who I used today on immaculate grid. <laughs> I used them today. What was the question? It I don't was the Angels being in it today. A's and Angels. Was it A's and Angels today? Yeah, I'm still I thought-
1: playing. I got to figure out two more. What, 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 do you, what, do you, what do you? I play it every day at six. I, like as soon as it comes out, I got to so play. So
0: Pirates in Cincinnati.
1: Yeah. I use John Smiley. I use Gary Reedus. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I, I, I try to go low. I was trying and start low, and then it's a... F- Dude, By I the can- way, Laura cheats like a motherfucker. I hate the way she plays again. Who? Laura. Pod- hey. Yeah, Padre. Her total Dude. score is like seven every time. Come oh, yeah. On, Jack cheats, too. Why? What's the point of playing? Dude, it's so dumb. I've been winning at Wordle. And, and the thing is, I don't expect... Honestly, I don't even expect my kid to be great at this game, because y- you got to have watched baseball for at least 40 years to get this grid. Right. There's no way Jack or Kate are going to clean up in this game.
0: No, but he... Their memory is four years. <laughs> yeah, but they play MLB the show. I got you. So guys move around, right. and, and they watch all the time. But today it was Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. Yeah. I used John Smiley. Okay. John Smiley was. You
1: Dave Parker if you wanted.
0: That's yeah. good, but John Smiley came in at 3%. Okay. Then it was Pittsburgh 200K season. Dude, I was not going to put in Bob Walk. No. Or John Candelaria. My kid missed this one. I put in Garrett Cole. Me too. But it was 73%. Yeah, that one hurt. A's in Boston. I went Joe Rudy. 1%. You could have used uh I did Johnny Damon. John, yeah, that's what I was thinking. What'd he come in at?
1: Uh John, I got it right here. Johnny Damon came in at uh 15%.
0: Okay. A's in Cincinnati. I didn't have anything until about 15 minutes ago when I'm watching the Angels game and Sam Mole comes in for Cincinnati and it says acquired from Oakland earlier this
1: year I use Dave Parker there
0: Sam gives me 4% okay
1: I use Dave Parker who got me 6%
0: okay and then A's uh, 200k I went Vita Blue I
1: went Dave Stewart Uh, that's good what Dave? what number uh, let's see Dave is 18%
0: damn Vita Blue was 27 don't give me Atlanta Boston because I'm still missing that one okay Atlanta Cincinnati I went with my guy Booney Red Boone, one percent.
1: All right, this one I was really proud of. Went Nick Casaske.
0: Oh fuck, that's good.
1: Okay, so for people who don't remember, Nick Asaski was a power hitter for the Reds. Becomes yes. a free agent, gets signed by the Braves, and gets vertigo. And vertigo and never plays. Holy, played like five
0: games. But they, okay, so we got in. Yeah, and then A's two hundred Ks. Man, I wanted to go Smoltz. I wanted to do me and Braves or uh, Braves two hundred Ks. Fuck, I wanted to go Warren Spawn. Yeah. I wanted to get cocky. I just went Greg Maddox too. and took it at 37%. That's exactly. So, right. hold on. What did you do, Boston, Pittsburgh? I got till midnight to figure that okay, out. Okay. Which one else are you missing? Uh, Atlanta, Boston, and Pittsburgh, Boston. Okay. Got and it. And I feel like these should be relatively easy, but sometimes you just outthink yourself. Yeah.
1: I, I always try and, at the beginning, I'll always try and go for that low score. Yeah. And then uh then it, yeah, I get crazy and I go with the with the big net like a Maddox. i go fuck it. I don't got time to play this game. <laughs> I know. This is literally what I've said to myself because I, I was spending too much time. I'm giving myself 15 minutes. And if I oh. can't get in 15 I'm out. I'm just I, I can't do my whole fucking day thinking about this shit. I'll go crazy. I go longer. I got Are you playing anything else? You playing Wordle? I don't. Well, I'm not playing. Josh does he, every day. Josh does football this same game, Immaculate grid, NFL. Yeah. He does uh-huh. NBA and he does this.
0: I did NHL today and got like 88, but <laughs> yeah, NHL is great. If you know, enforcers, yeah, because enforcers change teams all the time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's funny as shit.
0: So today I had Chris Simon. Yeah. Ken Baumgartner and the Kings were in it. So that was pretty good. But yeah, Immaculate Grid, Laura's cheats. hundred percent. It's ridiculous. She doesn't know anything. It's fucking, I mean, it's
1: fucking drives me nuts. At first I was like, man, she's pretty good. And then I, there's no way. No can get seven every fucking day oh come, come on please. give me a break please all right here Save we go that. how old are they and how much are they worth we're going okay. on, today we're going august 23rd okay going kobe bryant oh shit is it well wait when's his
0: birthday today Dude, well that, tomorrow's kobe bryant day because jersey numbers and 8, 24 uh, and a year from tomorrow there won't be a show uh, cause you and I should be in LA for my brother's birthday, cause that's the day they're they're unveiling the statue. Oh, cool. All twenty four. All right, deal. Um, Kobe Bryant. Fuck, man, this is funny. Would he be forty three? Forty five. Forty five. Dude, the number seven hundred million says so six hundred.
1: Okay. Six hundred million. Nike just uh re-signed up though with the Kobe brand. So they, they started releasing the Kobe stuff. Yeah. Kentucky is going all Kobe Bryant brand this year. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. River Phoenix.
0: Dude, what a story, huh? Yep. I'll well, say fifty. Fifty-three. Really? Yep. Uh $25 million. Five. Dude, Five million dollars. Oh, that's funny. You would think his uh like the name image likeness yeah. would be more worth more than that. Two okay. more for you. Barbara Eden absolutely would cancel. I would auto-pick my fantasy football drafts. I would skip work. They could fire me. Yeah. I would delete Laura and Erica from my phone. Uh, dump Katie Temple, that's it. Katie Temple's done. She becomes Katie who? Everything else. I dump my kids. Give up everything. I might even cut off the top digit of my left pinky. Barbara Eden is off the charts. I don't even care. I'm going to say she's 82. 92. Fuck yeah, all of that, <laughs> that I just said stays in place.
1: Uh twelve million. Ten million dollars, not Perfect. bad. Perfect. Here we go. The best DJ of all time. Uh hang on. You want to guess? Not the Who, grease man. No, who's our favorite guy? <laughs> Rick D's? No, no, he's still on. Still active now. who's our favorite guy? Oh, Stern. No, dude. He introduces the music. <laughs> we <laughs> talk about this all the time. He's angry as fuck.
0: <laughs> I know who the- Rick Springfield.
1: Oh, dude!
0: Well, yeah. I mean, Rick a- Springfield doing the
1: '80s channel is hilarious,
0: dude. I don't think of him as a DJ, but he's he very ripped the shit out of everybody. He's so awesome. Rick, Rick is Spring- a guy that opened
1: for me back in Germany. He was all and, and he had voice no track. talent, and then he hits a song, Christa Berg, Lady <laughs> in Red. I don't know how he did it. And I was like, "Holy shit! He rips the fucking everyone." He's injured. so good. He, just, he hates everyone. I'm gonna say he's 67, 74.
0: No way. Yeah. Uh, did we mention the fact who was that redhead nurse? You were a big General Hospital fan, Bobby. Dude, she died. No way. Yeah, she died like a Ch- month ago. Jacqueline Zeman. Yeah, good job, buddy. I know, I know you. that. <laughs> of course you do. Did you really? Yeah, she died like a month ago. I didn't even God, know. She was hot as a. She pistol. did. She had a
1: great wreck. Yeah. so they said at her funeral I bet
0: uh, yeah shit you know what Erica's no longer the celebrity pool it's, <laughs> it's that lady that Dave just said the red head nurse yeah perfect Not Barbara Eden no Barbara Eden I'd still delete numbers out of my phone <laughs> um, 74 I'm going to say he's worth uh, 10 million exactly right good for him exactly right here we go five random questions we'll get out of here okay what was
1: uh, the best decade for music
0: I like that I don't know I have that 80s channel on a lot I I'm you know gonna, what I did too I'm gonna say that because for about three years in high school I worked at a record store and yeah. and I told a friend of mine who just watched a movie called Empire Records which is a really fun movie a couple of them high fidelity with with uh, John Cusicks great. Man, yeah, just working there when everything was coming out Yeah, so fun. I'm going to say the 80s. I'll go with the 80s. Here's the interesting thing. If you listen to
1: music in the 70s, I'll flip over to the 70s channel. Yeah. The lyrics are ridiculously bad, like on almost every oh, song. Oh, yeah, terrible. <laughs> the 60s, is a complete waste of music. Yeah. A- 80s music, fine. I'm fine with the 90s music, all that shit. The problem with the 90s, we worked at KF&B. Those Star 100 songs are in my head that I can't take Dude, any of them all anymore. all the
0: time. I know. They're terrible. It's terrible. I got to find you. I'll find you this thing that a friend of mine put on Facebook the other day, which probably applies um, to a lot of us. Uh, Hang on. Let me just see if I can find this. Very... She wrote this thing. God damn it. Maybe I... (laughs) No, this friend of mine, she wrote this thing. It was very funny about how we all picture... Thirty years ago to be night like in life 70s. is yeah I agree yeah it's like thirty years ago is the seventies yeah. and all that shit like it, we just all live like it's, it's true two thousand yeah it's true I don't know why yeah. that is ten years ago were the nineties yeah. like that thirty years ago were suppressing a
1: shit yeah it was fifty years ago in the seventies yeah holy
0: shit yeah yeah we all graduated twelve years ago <laughs> no we
1: didn't no we didn't what uh who in your life makes you feel a sense of home.
0: Oh, that's funny. That's funny. I don't really have anybody that give. You wouldn't see
1: your mom? You wouldn't go? You're, you're like when you see your mom, you don't feel like that's a sense of home.
0: No, <laughs> I mean I have a great relationship <laughs> yeah, with I her. Do.
1: But what about like your brother or your sister?
0: No, none of it. Um, I don't have, I don't have any of that. You know, maybe um, like I got a bunch of high school friends that are getting together. And by the way, shout out to my friend Ryan Bora. Dane Darren Bora, I grew up with. And and Ryan's fighting leukemia right oh, now. Shit. And uh we love him, man. We're thinking about him and, and those guys. I mean, I'm so lucky, Dave, that so many of the people that I went to high school with are just my we're on this group chat. Dane's keeping yeah. us all up to date. Ryan feels like he's feels like he's our nephew, right, for all of us. But it's me, my buddy Boom, my buddy Tom, Dane. His brother, Darren, Dave Bay, Dave Trepanier, Tucker, like all these guys that I grew up with, we're still friends to this day. And we're all just trying to help uh, Dane and his wife, Chris, kind of fight this battle. We love his son. But that's kind of the thing. You know, you get those guys together. They're kind of spread out. A few guys are in San Diego, but a lot of them are in L.A. or Orange County. Yeah, you get those guys together. I would say that, you know, get those guys together. Yeah, that's
1: interesting. In my
0: lifetime, it would have been
1: my grandmother, I would have said.
0: Oh you know, more yeah, more than my
1: parents or anything, but it would have been my grandmother. Um, I don't know. That's a it's an interesting question. Like when you say when I'm around this person, it feels like home. I have to say, probably I guess Rita would be it. You know? Yeah. That I mean, hell, uh, that's God. I've lived with Rita longer than any family member Isn't that ever. Funny.
0: Yep. It is kind of, but this is weird too because I get my boys on Friday night, and uh, like you work all week, we're here some nights really, really late. Yeah, and it's probably. You know, the answer is probably Jack and Cade because Friday, the workday will be over. We really have like 48 hours and you're excited, you're jacked up. And Dave, you come home, right? And it's just, I, it's probably that because you come home and at like eight o'clock, one of those guys with you. And man, my system just shuts down. It's like, okay, this is great. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's both of them. Sometimes it's just one or the other. And yeah, that's probably the nicest feeling. So yeah, I guess those two dummies. <laughs> Third question Have you ever broken up with a friend? Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of times. I've seen you do it. I've seen you fire friends. Fuck yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Had a guy who fucking Jack, I was going to take Jack to the Stones concert oh, the, yeah, the anniversary. That's right. This fucking dickhead who I'd known since eighth grade. Waits to the last minute to tell me he can't go. That's right. And uh, and it was the anniversary the other night, and Jack wanted to go. We saw, fuck, it might have even been, anniversary might be today. But, um, yeah, we were going to go. Jack was, yeah. Kay, Kay didn't want to go. Yeah. I had tickets at the Rose Bowl. Saw Julia Roberts that night. I haven't yeah. talked to that guy since.
1: Yeah, wow. Four years. Has he tried to reach out to fix it? Nope. Damn, dude, that's crazy.
0: Fuck it, dude. I know, I, yeah, I know that know. guy.
1: I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Um
0: no, I don't I don't have time for that shit. It, it, you know, you fuck shit up. Fuck off.
1: Yeah. No, no, I've I've done the same thing. And I've got other people that do stupid
0: shit. Right? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. It doesn't it doesn't take that much to do the right thing. Yeah. Now people fuck up and you go, hey, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll be fine. Yeah. It's just like, hey, you know what? Time heals everything. Fuck you, (laughs) didn't heal shit. (laughs) You're out of my phone.
1: (laughs) Did you take him out of the phone?
0: Oh yeah. Oh shit. All right. How many close friends? Wait, have you fired it? Yes, I have. I have. Brian Long used to be a friend. Um, I never thought
1: Brian was a friend. I've never been at Brian's house. He's never been in my house. Not like that. I had a really close friend. Uh, You know him really well. But he, uh, I would have guessed him and I would have been like close friends for a long, long time, like forever. Yeah, Our kids grew up together the whole deal, and then he stole $100,000.
0: Oh, yeah, that'll yeah. probably
1: impact it. Yeah, you know it. what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all of a sudden he's driving a brand-new Mercedes. Oh, is that right? Yeah, that's right, doctor. He was.
0: Yeah. Fucking guy. Fucking guy.
1: Dude, I've, I've never met anyone like that in my life where all of a sudden he just dumped his wife and his two kids and just started brand new.
0: I had it, wait, that, wait, that was
1: nuts. Who is that? I'm not going to say his name on there. He used to live in Eastlake. He used to hang out with them all the time. Basketball.
0: Oh yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Eight hundred days. Yeah, eight hundred days. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh fuck. I hadn't thought about him in a long time. Yeah. Me neither.
1: Yeah, but that that was one way I'd say there's a lifelong friend. And then all of a Dude, sudden we fucked thought about a man it. of a
0: shitload of money. Dude, I haven't thought of that guy. Yeah. Everything was Miss Rita.
1: Yeah. Okay. Right.
0: I got it, right? That's right. You got yeah.
1: It. How many close friends are 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 ideal? How many close friends are ideal? Dude,
0: there is. I can't put a number on that. I'm so lucky, right, for the people that I have. I mean, I don't know, Dave. There used to be a time when I'd say four or five. Yeah. Dude, I really, right now, there's probably 75 or 80, and I wouldn't get rid of any of them.
1: Yeah. By the way, happy birthday to Bob Hunt, right? It's Bob's birthday today, right? Happy birthday, fuck face. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the deal. You and I are lucky enough to have a lot of friends. All you need is a one. Okay, anyone listening is going, what the fuck's the 75 shit? All you need is one. You just need one person to bounce things off. I but got
0: that, but, but they're... I just um, don't want
1: to make people feel bad that are listening.
0: Well, you just said you just cut it down to one.
1: No, I'm just saying you only need one, is what I'm saying. If you have one person you can Boy, talk you to.
0: better be pretty fucking confident in that one.
1: Yeah, I thought I was at one time. Cost me a hundred grand.
0: Yeah, <laughs> there you go, stupid. No, I'm lucky. I mean... Sure, as long as you have somebody that checks in on you. Yep. I had a friend when I was in the hospital last year and shit got fucked up. And they told me if I was there, I'd rip a strip off of somebody. And that was the funniest shit I'd ever heard. I was like, that's like a waxing term. I don't even know what that, I go, that just sounds like Steve Carell. Like it would hurt. You got to lay somebody down rip a strip? Fuck, you're mad. You're more mad than I am. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, I'm I'm lucky, Dave, man. I don't take any of that shit for granted. Even these two dingalings are on this stupid group chat with tonight. <laughs> they say stupid shit all the time. Every day. I love those two. I am so glad we got to know those two, right? Yeah. And they should, you know, the sad thing, just real quick. I'm glad that you and I, because about 10 years ago, we might have been different. I'm glad that it really doesn't impact us how little they really say how impactful we've been in their life. True, you're the bigger man now. So are you. Yeah. See, they should thank us every day. I think they take us for granted. Hundred percent. I'm with you. They do. We gave them street credit. (laughs) What they have before us, nothing. Now they got us. That's a win for them. Do we ever get a thanks? Nope. Street credit. We gave it to them.
1: All right, here we go. Last, last thing, and you might you might actually hear this now that you said that, that. He gave me street cred. What do you want people to say about you at your funeral?
0: I'm going to give less of a fuck. <laughs> you aren't going to hear it. Fuck it. Let's say, they're going to say, <laughs> the best thing he did was when Dave said on the show, yeah, Dave admitted he's probably a bad lay, <laughs> and I changed his name to Dave Badlay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I just said,
1: yeah, it's an I don't know. I like it. That was a good one. That was
0: a good one. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. I think at the end of the day, the only thing you want to be known as is a good dad. I couldn't give less of a yeah. fuck about anything else.
1: Yeah, well, it, your kids would say that. They better. Yeah, they, well, of course, they, if they didn't, that'd be shocking. Game they on, say, if they don't. Yeah, they would, they would say that without a doubt.
0: James Mason would be like, okay, like, yeah. heaven can wait. It's time to go. Bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> We got some lights to flicker. <laughs> what do you want to hear?
1: Oh, the good dad thing is number one. That's my most important thing in life. I'll be honest. You, I've coached so many kids, and I, I say this all the time because I, I don't think I had it growing up. I think there's a lot of things I regret about my childhood. But I, I hope kids, I say this all the time, we're always trying to create good childhood memories. I know that sounds yeah, corny. I but agree. honestly, I, I hope that when the kids that I was lucky enough to coach, they understand they meant more to me than I probably did to them. You understand? Yeah. That being around those kids, they help. They helped me through a lot. You know, d- d- distract me for things when things weren't
0: going well. Here's the only thing everybody that's there, all three people can say. Yeah. Yeah, I always knew where I fucking stood with that guy. But I'll tell you. I have no problem. Tell you right there. I don't give a shit. Um, All right. That was fun. I like that one tonight. There you go. Hey, Blake Snell, I hope you're okay. <laughs> we aren't shook. Sure. Well, I feel bad because he is funny on that, but come on, Blake. That's not what you pay him for. Yeah. You pay him to get out. Yeah. I'll write in your fucking journal. Toughen up, Blake. You're going to win the Cy Young, and then where's he going to sign? With the Giants? And you will probably be 22-4 and four no next shit. year.
1: No shit. I think he signs, honestly, with the Mariners. It's my guess. And I think Soto goes to the Phillies. You think so? I think so, yeah. I or the so. Mets? Honestly, I thought it was the Mets, but I think the Mets are in that rebuilding mode. I don't think he's going to do that. I think he's going to go join Trey Turner and Bryce Harper and the hitting coach and all the connections he has. You know how well you'd hit in Philadelphia? Dude. It's a bandbox.
0: Hit about 44 bombs. You shocked. One quick thing before we go. You shocked that Will Myers and Hosmer haven't got a job in baseball? Not Hosmer.
1: Myers a little bit. Trey Mancini just got signed today by the Reds. That was
0: weird.
1: Wow. Yeah. So he just got released last month by the Cubs, but they signed Trey Mancini.
0: So, all right, uh, Monday I guess night it looks
1: bad to bring back Will, even though you're paying him. Yeah, yeah. You want to go Monday?
0: Yeah, we'll be back here uh, Monday night.
1: Okay, good deal.